0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend Natalie Poucher. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, this week I promise you we're gonna get through part three of Paris. <laughs> I feel like we almost hyped it up too much, and it's a little lackluster at this point. It's been dragged on for too long. I'm sorry. Uh, we've just had—I've had so much going on. I feel like I need to sort of update you on everything and. Um, but we're going to get through it today, and I also have a very special guest, um, a recurring returning guest, uh, filmmaker, producer, and the founder of Made Out East, Mr. Sam Pizzullo will be on the show, which I'm so excited to have him on. He's always so damn hilarious, and I can't wait to get an update on all things uh, Scream, the musical. So I'm excited to talk to him in a little bit. But before that, I'm just going to update you on part three of Paris, and then we will get into all the goodness with Sam Pizzullo. So enjoy the show. Stay hungry. Okay, guys, I promise we're going to wrap up Paris part three. I just have a few more places that we went to and the things we did, uh, that I wanted to share with you all before, um, we put a pin in this, but we, okay. So I think I left you off when we went to Versailles, we went to the Waldorf Astoria, had a beautiful, um, beautiful brunch there with Benoit, uh, and my cousin and and his girlfriend. And I, I explained that whole thing. Um, and then I wanted to tell you guys about uh, the next day when we went to Georges. So Georges is um, actually in Saint Germain, and it's it's a very um, it's kind. It reminds me a little bit of like the streets of LA um, mixed with like Venice and Santa Monica a little New York vibe. People are sort of like breakdancing and it's like a young, hip, cool sort of up and coming, I feel like, like little area. And George's is at the top of the museum there. It's an art museum and it's at the very, very top and you are basically enclosed in all glass. Um, Super modern, cool spot I also wrote this in the newsletter because I feel like it's it's definitely a place that you guys have to go and check out. Super, super cool. We were there during the day and um, – or it was, it was not during – I mean technically daytime, but it was like right before the sun was going to set and we were able to sort of just get like awesome views by the window and the sunset, and then the Eiffel Tower – the Eiffel Tower lights up every hour and so – we were able to just have like the most incredible dinner and the most amazing views. And there was a couple sitting next to us with their two daughters. And um, I had to take a picture of them because they were so stinking cute. The mom and the daughter were just hugging each other, looking at the window and looking at the Eiffel Tower light up. And it just, Riley and I looked at each other and we we're like, that's what we want with our kids. Like we want to be able to bring them to restaurants and have, you know, a, a adult conversation and be able to have really cool experiences with them. Without them being like either on their phones the whole time or annoyed and mad at us, which I'm sure that's going to happen anyways, but it just it seemed like such a beautiful moment that they were having, and you could tell that it was so. I mean, it's Europe, you know, but um, they were you know sipping on a little bit of champagne, the mom and dad and and um the two young girls. One had to be, I think it was like her thirteenth birthday or something. And the other one was like was probably like eleven, and and she was like. I, I mean, they were sitting like right next to us so I could just see the conversation. And so she was like, oh, can I try some? And the mom was like, sure. So she like let her try a little bit of the champagne and they're like talking about it and they make funny faces. And I don't know, I just, I love, I love that kind of parenting and style. That's definitely my, that's definitely my style and, and Riley's style. And so it was just a really awesome moment. And I was just like, I, my this, this entire Paris trip, i was taking pictures of everyone i feel like i need to be a photographer i was taking photos of everyone and i was like i just had to take a picture of you guys because you're so sweet i'm like i would i'll send this to you i go but it was so perfect i couldn't because i sometimes sometimes like you wish that someone would take a photo of you or you wish you could take a photo or capture the moment and and so if you guys are out there and you see me (laughs) And me and Piper are doing something very cute. I give you full permission to take photos of us because Lord knows it ain't happening uh, with Riley or anyone else. Or if it is, it's really bad angles. But I, I just this entire time was taking photos of people and was like, I just had to take a photo. Can I like, can I airdrop this to you? And they're like, oh, yes, thank you so much. So, you know, if you're out there and you see a really, really precious moment of someone that you feel like they're they would have loved to, uh, you know, have then maybe capture it and send it to them. Just a little a little tip there. Anyhow, so George's was awesome. Definitely recommend it. Uh and then later that night we had heard from one of Riley's uh coworkers. He's like just got back from Paris and he's like, You guys have to go to this like underground jazz club, jazz bar. And it's super cool. It's kinda like for like the locals. Um but check it out if you have time. So we did and we walked over there and we walk in. (laughs) I was like, do you guys have Wi-Fi? I'm so fucking annoying. I was like, do you guys have Wi-Fi? Uh, Because I I like to be able to take photos and post it in real time that way. I don't know. Just, I don't know. And and that should have been my cue of like, hey, Natalie, just like live in the moment. But she was like ah she kind of looked at me like you're an idiot no I don't and so I was like okay yeah yeah, no big deal (laughs) and so then and so the the cost to get down there is a drink which is like I think it was like five euros or something um and no sorry it was a, a cocktail plus like five euros and a cocktail is like what like seven um so we got a cocktail, paid it, and then walked downstairs and was like, "Oh, this is interesting." And you're like walking down, walking down, walking down. And you're like in a cave. You're underground, straight underground. And it is a tiny little um it's like a tiny little spot where they have like a um like a small little stage. I don't know how the hell they they got a piano down there. Like a little mini baby piano down there, but they were jamming out and it was like an open it was like an open mic kind of night so uh you saw them just sort of switching spots oh my god Natalie uh they were all taking turns okay so and you could tell that they all had uh, like their their people that they like normally jam out with so it was a really cool experience and I mean, you probably fit, what, 5, 10, 15, maybe 20 seats down there. And then there was like a little bit of of um of like pathways and like walkthroughs like to get to the back area, which is also like a sort of casual little spot to hang out, which is like where all of like the musicians, I think, were hanging out with like all of their instruments. And, and then like a bar. So super small, but I'm telling you, it was probably one of – our favorite experiences and then there was like this chick that was an artist and drawing all the guys and all their like just uh, it was so cool and then she would sell the art at the end of like the session and she would just like have it up there so it's like if you loved the guy that was on the piano or um um just like the trumpet or the the uh the drums whatever it was then you could like get their um get the photo of it. And it was so stinking cool. Uh, My cousin is a musician. And so uh, one of my cousins is a musician and his brother who was with me on the trip um, bought one of those one of those art pieces because it was just it was super rad. Um, But anyways, I highly recommend going there. It's called 38 Riv. And um, it's I think every night is different. So I think some nights are like open mic type of type of things. And then other night they have like actual artists go. So Highly, highly recommend that. Uh, And then after that, we ended up walking down all the way back to our hotel and just like playing music on our phones and laughing and dancing and just really enjoying the city like for one of our last nights there. Um, And then the next day is when we ended up going to um, Angelina, which is the basically they're known for their hot chocolate. So that morning we got up super early because it was our last day. And we wanted to like take full advantage and we so from the Vendome, which is I where we stayed at, it's about a two minute walk. It means right there. And there's always a line. So we wanted to be like the first ones there. So we got there super early. And um got a little got a little area there for for all of us to sit and as we're ordering so basically Riley's order is always the hot chocolate and like the Parisian uh breakfast so that they give you the pastries they give you the croissants like the hot croissants and they give you fresh orange juice um I think you can pick between like eggs benedict with like avocado and and they bring you pancakes or french toast sorry not pancakes french toast but everything is just delicious and oh my god it's so decadent um I think I ordered also the the eggs benedict but with bacon or something (laughs) um anyways so we're sitting there and Riley's looking behind me and looking behind me and I'm like what are you staring at and he's like I think that's Thomas Keller Thomas Keller is one of the Best chefs in the world. He has, uh, the French Laundry, and I mean, so many other um, best restaurants, literally in the world. And so he's like looking, looking. He's like, I don't know. He has he had a, like a baseball cap, and 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 so I'm now trying to not be obvious. And so I'm trying to take selfies. <laughs> and trying to see if I could like see him in the back and he totally caught me and he like was totally in the photo looking at the photo it was so embarrassing and I was like I like zoomed into the photo as he's staring into the photo and I was like yeah I think that's him I definitely think that's him and he was with his wife and we had we googled him and and that was definitely his wife and so Riley was like I have to I have to say hi to him they had met one time before and we were at the French Laundry recently and normally chef will, you know, chef will come out and, and, you know, touch tables is what they call it. They touch tables and, you know, talk to every table. And he didn't that one time and Riley was pissed. Riley was like, wait, why didn't he come out and say hi to us? He had come and said hi to everyone else. And I think he ended up going home early that night. Um, So I was like, Riley, you've got to go. You've got to say hi to him. And it's funny because the day before when we were at Versailles, one of the head coaches of one of this like soccer teams, uh, some big soccer team, I don't know what it is, uh, was at the Palace of Versailles, um, at the at the at the uh, Waldorf, and my cousin was like totally geeking out and super excited, and he's like, "Oh my god, that's him! I need a photo! I need a photo! I just I, I gotta I gotta go and like see him!" and so he was like walking up to leave I was like here's your chance go so my cousin like was like excuse me I got I have to go take a photo and so he like walks up and goes and sees him and takes his photo and Riley was like man I don't know what I would do if I saw someone that I loved like I I don't think I could do it and I was like yes you could and then sure enough next day next morning we see a chef you know Thomas Keller and, and so I was like this is your moment you gotta go I'm gonna be so disappointed in you if you don't go <laughs> totally giving him like a man up pep talk just take the damn photo um and so but you know he was getting his check and and Riley went up there and and he didn't take a photo with him he didn't want to geek out so hard so we we snuck a photo of him talking to him but they had a really good conversation and and said bye to us when they were leaving but um really cool moment for Riley for sure and so, after that, uh, we split up because at this point, we were pretty much with my with Julian um, and Z this entire time, my cousin and his girlfriend the whole entire time. And she had um, a girlfriend there that she knew since, you know, since she lived there. And so, she really wanted to see her. And, and so, um, they – maybe I'm getting my days wrong. I don't know. But oh, – no, no, this is right. And so um, – and, and they were going to spend the night with her that night. So, so we ended up um, splitting up, and Riley and I ended up going to one of like the best,, um, it's one of the best uh, cooking appliance type of, Places in Paris. It's like the number one store to basically go buy any cookware, knives, pots and pans, um, anything for baking. I mean, it is the store to go to. Uh, I will, I didn't put it in the newsletter um, and I'm going to butcher the name. Um, So I don't even know how to pronounce it. Um, Delarine, e Delarine, um, something de cuisine. I don't know. Don't you know. I'm sorry. Um, but I'll post it. If you guys are if you guys are foodies and you guys are out there and you guys wanna buy um really, really cool appliance type things. Um I know he he came back with a bunch of goodies. Like I know he he really wanted to make some certain desserts and so they were the only ones that actually had the moldings for it you couldn't find it online. So yeah, it was really, really cool. And then across the street from there was this spot called Nelson's. And it's almost like an African-inspired and like inspired cuisine. The food was phenomenal. That one is in the newsletter. So that was amazing. I think we ordered pretty much everything on the menu. Um, and then from there, we took a cab over to meet... Um, my cousin, um, and, and all of their friends for a quick drink before we were going to go to, um, Joel Robichon's, um, restaurant for dinner. And on our way, we ended up stopping by a little store that when Riley found out we were pregnant and, uh, you know, I almost, I, I thought I was having a miscarriage. And so after that whole fiasco that happened, because I was bleeding and I was in the ho- in the hospital and everything, we found out it was a the subchronic uh, hematoma. We, uh, and we knew like, okay, baby it was fine. Everything was good. Um, He walked by this little store and was like, I can't wait to buy our baby something from this store. And it's called um Tartine et Chocolat. And, It is the most beautiful little outfits and clothes. I think it goes up to, um, I think it goes up to like four years old. They have a very, very, very small section for um, older kids' clothes. But I mean, the knits and the colors and the little blankets, I mean, the quality is phenomenal. It was just so stunning. So, um he finally had his moment to pick out his little girl some outfits and he got her a little dress and a little romper a little striped beautiful romper with beautiful uh pockets with little um like bows on on the pockets and so parisian so beautiful and like two little pairs of shoes uh one are like little loafers and one were like little sandals it was just very very full circle moment and and he was like well You know, maybe we'll come back for for our other baby's clothes. I'm like, oh, my God, imagine. Anyway, so then we ended up going to Joel Robichon's um, restaurant, like I said. And so this is the restaurant that when we came last time, him and I, we ended up coming twice because it was so damn good. Their truffle pasta was dynamite. I literally dreamt about it. And I was like, I have to go back. And on our last night there, we ended up going back and, and getting just the pasta. We did not do the chef's tasting menu. Um, so this time it was almost like tradition. I was like, we got to go. So this is our last night there. We ended up going sitting at the bar. You got to sit at the bar. That's like the whole experience. So it's not a Michelin star. I think it, they actually did get one Michelin star of a while back, but this is sort of the transition to a Michelin. So it's like one step underneath a full-blown Michelin star type restaurant. And you definitely get the experience. You can do wine pairings. You don't have to. You can do a la carte. And that's why it's sort of different than than the Michelin style uh, uh, experiences. But nonetheless, it is an experience and it's so beautiful. It's so fun. The food is incredible. And, um, we ended up doing, so he ended up picking, um, I want to say, I think we both ended up picking our courses. He got more of the, of the chef's tasting menu. I don't really do fish. So I was able to curate my, um, mine a little differently. So definitely ask them to like say, Hey, what's, what's chef's choice. You can tell them what you want and then they can sort of put together a menu for you. And, um, and we did, Uh, wine pairings. We ended up doing um some champagne to start, and then we did two uh different bottles of wine. And again, this is all on my on my highlights. Um, but it was funny because Riley has two modes when he does Michelin star because he gets so into it. He's either like a dream and he's so fun and he's so great, or he's a fucking nightmare. (laughs) And because he gets dr- he gets and I I am going to coin this phrase he gets michelin michelin wasted and normally when you do wine pairings you end up leaving a little tipsy and a little drunk and really really full and he and we always get michelin wasted i mean it's always a thing but he like he did this <laughs> he just does this thing where he gets like annoyed or irritated or so I'll I'll ask him a question and like he just like I don't know it's like one too many drinks and he's just like not in the right state of mind, and I really have to have to like get him out of it, um and so he definitely got Michelin wasted that night I have to say towards the end of the night and I was like dude we're not we're not ending our trip like this okay so get it together we're gonna have a great night, um. And we actually did end up having a great night. So he ended up messaging the people that we met at um, the Eiffel Tower. Remember the guys, the couple that we met um, at the when we were doing our picnic. So they had sort of kept in touch and. Um, and so him, and, uh, Riley and I ended up going to, back to Hotel Creon because they had live music. So we went to Hotel Creon and had a drink there while we were trying to figure out what to do and where to meet up. And so we ended up meeting with, um, Julian and Z and their friends and the couple that we met. And we ended up going to this really cool bar. Honestly, I don't even know the name of it. Um, but they also had like a DJ and we ended up partying that night. Everyone was taking shots, not me. Well, they'd made me take a shot, but then I I, I acted like I was drinking it and then I spit it back into the glass and then I put it back on the bar. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Juliana, yeah, I didn't take it. Um, I just, I cannot do shots. I, and if you know yourself, just follow your gut there's no need. And I, and the next day we were going to be flying and I was like the last thing I need is to be hungover. Even though I ended up being hungover and it was probably one of the most miserable flights <laughs> ever. So, ended up having the time of our lives dancing until literally we had blood and blisters and it was so damn worth it. It was Julian wanted one party night and he got it. It was the last night and it was so so worth it um next day by the way we did not think we needed a COVID test to come back because on the Delta website it said you don't need it and sure enough we were checking in and they were like you need a negative COVID test literally as we were checking in I was like oh shit and luckily they had uh rapid tests there outside of the airport um so we were able to do that it uh, but let me tell you, that Paris airport is a cluster fuck. It is a shit show. And if you are leaving Paris, if you're listening to this and you're there or you're about to plan a trip, make sure you get to the airport early, please. The lines are so ridiculously long. The everything is a mess. Everything was crazy. Nothing is in order. Um, I don't know if it was because it was like Easter week or something or if it's just because of a COVID thing, but it was just chaos and madness. Um, we able, we were able to get through the Delta priority or sorry, Sky priority because we had, um, Riley had first class. I didn't, I wasn't able to get first class. Kill me because like I told you guys, 24 hours before your trip, you can upgrade to first class if it's available for a much, much, much cheaper rate and like a few hundred bucks. So if you can do it, oh my gosh, do it. It is so worth it. Um, although I will say economy, um, premium economy and first class, Riley didn't think the first class on the way home was worth it. He would he would have rather saved the 500 bucks and just gone premium economy like we did. But on the way there, it was definitely worth it. Um. So I'll get there. But anyway, so I so when Riley was like, "Hey, we can up, you know, we can upgrade." I was like, "Great, do it." So he upgraded his, and then as I was trying to do mine, it completely booted me out. It wouldn't let me do it, and so I got stuck and I wasn't able to um <laughs> I wasn't able to do first class. So I uh went in the back. Anyways, so Sky Priority, guys, just I think that one actually took longer than the regular security to check in. So just be aware, it was it was madness. Um, anyway, the flight home, uh, the food there was like great, and it was like freaking course after course and wine after bottle of wine, and had the best time. And on the way home, I got literally like a goober baby pouch. <laughs> It was awful. And like a bag of tomatoes and I think like a little piece of bread. I mean, it got awful. Thank God I had snacks. But honestly, I was so hungover and I was so emotional. I was watching La La Land, bawled my eyes out. I watched another movie, bawled my eyes out. Literally, I cried the entire flight home. I didn't pee once on the flight and I didn't drink. I maybe drank like one little like three ounces of water (laughs) on the entire flight. I slept for like six hours of it. Um, but when I got off of it, my feet were so swollen. I, I'm telling you on the flight there, I did it right. I drink so much water and yeah, I drink wine, but I drink so much water. I peed so much that I did not feel it on the way home. I did not drink water. I did not pee. That was, and I didn't, and I didn't eat and I slept the entire time. Um, don't do that. Do not do that. And I cried. So I was just, I was such a hot mess I got off that flight and I was like get me home and we got home at like one and so when we got home it was like three o'clock and I still had to be a parent like it wasn't like I got home at eight o'clock at night and she's already sleeping and so I could just sleep no I had to rally we had to rally and we got back and it, it was like straight to the pool I'm not kidding home for five minutes and she was like mommy daddy let's go swimming and we were like oh shit okay which is probably good for me because my feet were so swollen. I could feel the water just like, oh, so bad. Um, And that was pretty much it. Went straight back to mom mode. Piper learned to pretty much swim with her little floaties on, um, was starting to learn how to to potty train. She had such a good time with with her grandmas and um, with her tias and cousins. I I could not have done it without them. And honestly, the week after that, I was straight feeling so guilty. I was taking her to do everything. I was, (laughs) I took her to this little mermaid experience in Balboa Island where she like dresses up like a mermaid and they have like high tea and they get to like, they go to the salon and they do her hair and they put on glitter and oh, they have dance parties. And it was just, I think she was really happy to have mommy time and and do something special with me. And I took her to the beach and did quite a few things with her after the fact. And got her nails done. Well, one hand because she didn't want to paint both hands. So it was fun. It was it was definitely. And I will say, leaving her for a week, um, it was the first day was hard and the last day was hard. Is what I was telling my girlfriends because I I have a few that are about to go on trips. And I will say, Riley was obsessively like looking at her. Um, baby monitor and I couldn't because the second that I did it I just missed her too much and I was like why am I doing that to myself I'm just gonna and not that and I felt like a bad mom at times but I was like you know what I need to enjoy myself this is my I'm gonna regret it when I'm home thinking god why wasn't I just like present and so uh we would call we would FaceTime her once a day and it would be like a quick, hi, how are you? Are you having fun? And then once she started like realizing, oh, mommy and daddy aren't here and re- like it reminded her that we weren't home, uh, we, we like cut it short. Uh, that way she was just like back to being distracted. So I will say for us, that definitely helped. So again, first day was really hard because I was like, God, is she going to be okay? And then once you're there and you're on the flight and you're enjoying yourself, I was like, you know what? she's gonna be fine it's gonna be okay and then we were good while we were there definitely talked a lot about her and mom's you know sent us photos and all that and then the the last day when we FaceTimed her she started crying and was like mommy daddy um and I was like okay this I'm I'm good I'm ready to go home so um yeah that's that's my little tip is definitely have them send photos from home um but try not to try not to overly obsess with it um it'll they'll, they're okay they, they'll be okay and and so will you so enjoy the trip um all right enough about Paris finally done with that um I, I'm gonna have Sam on the show so I hope you guys enjoy that we laugh a lot as always um so yes enjoy the next segment with Mr. Sam Pizzullo One thing we all need to be taking care of is our gut. It impacts literally everything, your weight, your mood, your digestion. And because our gut houses up to 80% of your immune system, a healthy gut is truly the gateway to feeling your best. Unfortunately, our bodies are being attacked every single day and wrecking havoc on our gut health, you know, between stress and toxins. Even just one day of eating a Western-style diet, that can totally screw you up. And thankfully, with Just Thrive probiotics, it's now easier than ever to give your gut what it needs to thrive. Just Thrive's breakthrough award-winning probiotic is the only product on the market that's proven to turn your gut into an antioxidant factory, meaning you get maximum immune, digestive, and total body health support. It's vegan-friendly, gluten-free, day, uh, dairy-free, histamine-free, and non-GMO, and it has been loudly endorsed by some of the biggest health luminaries on the planet. So if you're looking for the best in gut health and immune support, choose the clinically proven award-winning power of Just Thrive Probiotic. Make this year you take care of you. For a limited time, get 15% off when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code HUMBLE at checkout. Every day we hear about how our morning rituals can literally change our entire day. But have you ever thought about your evening rituals and allowing ourselves to transition time to wind down both our devices and our minds in the evening and allowing us to just stop our racing thoughts and just drift off to sleep naturally? empower your day by powering off at night. I feel like we're so focused on just getting through the day that we forget to sort of really be able to check out at night. Um, We're partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that improve the way that you feel. Reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus, with curated music tracks and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults. There's even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. So if you go to calm.com slash humble, you'll get a special offer of 40% off of a Calm premium subscription and new content is added every single week. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds. Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. I know for me, after having a baby, honestly, I need it, but she also needs it too. They are, This relaxes her and I both, and it's been part of her nighttime routine. I put on a little song, we talked, I talked to her, and it just relaxes both of us. I put her down, and then mommy puts herself down, and it's been a game changer. So for listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off of a calm premium subscription at calm.com slash humble. So go to calm.com. com slash humble for 40% off unlimited access to calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash humble. Okay. Mr. Sam Pizzullo, I've already given you a fabulous introduction. So welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me back. My probation period has been (laughs) lifted.
0: I know. I, I feel like I, this is totally my bad. I've wanted you back on the show. I've just – it's been an actual, actual shit show.
1: I think you just combined the words absolute and actual. And yeah, you created I like that.
0: Word. Actual.
1: Okay, I'm using I, that.
0: I, I absolutely like it, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I, I missed you, but I understand. You know, I think that maybe I got carried away last time we recorded and – you know, Please considering that 60% of the episode had to be redacted in post-production, I, I, I left feeling uh, pretty badly. Um, but I've done a lot of soul-searching and self-reflection since then, and I am, I'm a, I'm a better person, <laughs> and I'm, I'm happy to have an opportunity to prove that to your listeners, and thank <laughs> you for standing by me during this time.
0: Such a difficult time. Uh you know, I just, that NDA was just like looming over me. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to play it safe. Yep,
1: I get it. And you know what? My new motto is, um, you know, we don't talk about do, <laughs> bro. No, no, no. We don't talk about do, bro.
0: But. <laughs> there's always what I'm a but. Say. No,
1: there's no but. There is no but. That I will ship say, has sailed.
0: I will say, I think we're one step closer to getting on two T's.
1: Really? Yes. They're they're booking some solid guests, and they're getting some tea.
0: By the way, as they should. I mean, they are literally the stars.
1: I know. Well, I mean, that's they're a not. Bit of a they're not like I
0: bloggers think. talking about them. Like they are. Like they are the ones that are on the show.
1: I know, and there's a lot of conflict. I don't know if you actually listen to it religiously, but there's conflict between Tamra and. Someone yeah. else, yeah, because of what's being discussed on the podcasts, and it's uh, yeah, it's unfortunate to see,
0: yeah. What um, hear, yeah. I may be in touch with one of, one of them.
1: Good, you should be,
0: yeah, and that's why. And so, yeah, uh, we maybe we'll plan to. I told you, I told Tamara to come on the show. Um, oh my god,
1: that would be amazing!
0: I know, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe this time she will. Good, now that I'm keeping yeah. my
1: fingers crossed, yeah. Well, Well, I mean, I I have so many things to to ask you about your life recently. There's so much going on. And me to you. But
0: first of all, no, you, you have to tell me what's going on with Scream.
1: Oh, my God. Scream, the musical, the movie is we are knee deep in production. So we've been filming very consistently for the past month and a half since we raised our money. Thank you again to everyone who pledged. Um, Of course, we need a lot more money. So now we're. We're trying to figure out at least how to get through the the current stage of principal photography, um, which will end in probably early July because the way the narrative is structured, it sort of needs to end in the height of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have about six or seven more scenes left to film that are probably the most complex of of the film. They require like pretty elaborate setups and extras and certain locations so we're coordinating all the logistics for that but we rented a bunch of equipment last month and that uh, helped tremendously we've we've just been shooting as often as possible and we are getting such funny stuff mm-hmm. I, I don't know how we're going to be able to edit a 90-minute film we may just have to we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens once we finish the story and the, and the production. It's going to take us a few months to edit kind of the vision we have for a feature film and then we want to submit it to festivals
0: okay um, that was I my suspect, next question
1: yeah i suspect that it could get selected for a major festival and at a festival like a tribeca or a sundance in 2023 it might capture the attention of a netflix who might say okay this is great we want to acquire this but we actually want to serialize it we want to make it into a series in which case we'll have a lot of Footage, footage for them to expand upon the film and make a series, or maybe we just keep it a standalone film, but we're ending it in such a way that leaves the door wide open for a sequel or a continuation in some form. And it's, it's really funny. And I'm really, really so, excited and proud
0: so of what exciting. we're doing. I'm so, yeah. So I'm that's so proud of you guys.
1: Thank you. Thank you. That's like top of my priority list, but obviously like that's costing me money right now. Yeah. So I have to, work and hustle my ass off to earn some money. So I'm doing Tribeca Film Festival, Hamptons Film Festival. We have some brand client videos that we're doing. I'm dog sitting. (laughs) Uh, I started working at uh, this great restaurant in Sag Harbor called Tuto Il Giorno, just two nights a week as a maitre d', which is incredible for me because Uh I basically get paid to socialize and yep. schmooze with yep. people and I can help get people a table at like the hottest place in town. So, um, fun. so when you and Riley come, I've got a table reserved for you.
0: Okay. How's November, uh, September? No, no. September, October we're talking about.
1: Um, well, gosh, we went from May to I know to September. Um, September, October is actually the best time of year to come. Okay, here. good. It's really beautiful. The weather is still great. You could still go to the beach and swim. The water is warm. Uh, it's much less crowded. September, especially October. I'm really busy because I have the Hamptonsville Festival, and then
0: is that all of I'm- October?
1: No, it's like the first half of October practically. Although, okay. if you were in town during the festival, that would be really fun because we could just go to parties, and I, I would I'm still have plenty Piper. of
0: Bringing Piper is that a problem?
1: Um, no, not at all. There's a lot for like toddlers to do out here that time of year. There's pumpkin patches and apple okay. picking and. Yeah, and then during the festival, we'll just get a sitter. Yeah,
0: put her down and then, and then yeah, we'll and then go out. Okay, it's good. Hamptons. It's not
1: Irvine. There's no <laughs> nobody roaming around with a diamond Rolex and a you know assault rifle. Can you it's believe savior.
0: that? No,
1: I can't.
0: Fucking grabbed it so fast. He grabbed it so fast. I mean, that's really
1: terrifying. I would have been really, really frightened. Was, I would have called the cops. it's terrifying.
0: <laughs> um okay so so scream is going good you're working your ass off
1: i'm working my ass off just multitasking which is what i prefer to be doing when i have too much time on my hands i get lonely out yes. here especially. how
0: how are the friend groups everyone's good
1: friend groups are great um yeah are you not good. filming
0: that anymore you were filming all your I don't, friends. i'm not
1: i was filming my friends for 11 years consistently but i don't spend enough time with them now to to maintain that. And also we're at a stage in our lives now where it's not quite as fun or entertaining. There's not drama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But interestingly enough, I just decided last week, very spontaneously, and I'm in the very early stages of doing this, but I'm vlogging more for myself now. So I, I mean, listen, I film constantly in my day-to-day life and I usually just post things on Instagram, like in real time. But I thought, why don't I film more consistently, you know, now that I'm getting more comfortable myself being on camera Um, and just kind of give people a a, a look behind the scenes of what my day to day life is, but edit it in a more, you know, standardized way. So I'm, I'm going to film for the next few months this summer, at least. And then I'm going to release, uh, like short vlog episodes, um, like
0: a day in the life. Like we're just following you along. Exactly. Yeah. But I want to wait
1: until I have like five or six episodes done and ready to publish before I even start promoting it. Yep but I think that will allow for an opportunity when I do see my friends to film with them a little bit here and there, catch up on their stories, and then maybe weave in some of the old footage as flashbacks. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Because if people love it, I mean, you literally have 11 years worth of footage. Yeah. How incredible is that, huh?
1: It's really incredible in hindsight, you know? I mean, I'm really proud that I maintained that project for all those years. I wish that I mean, it's a whole mixed bag. You know, at times it was in development to be a television show, but I never really had anyone's permission to film and no one was really comfortable selling it or, or, you know, becoming a a public figure. So that prevented us from taking it,
0: you know, to the next
1: further Laguna Beach. Yeah, but you know what, that footage exists. And the older it is, and the more time passes, I think the more interesting and valuable it becomes. And maybe we'll get to a point one day where no one really cares about their, their job anymore, and their, their reputation. So they'll be willing to let me um, sell it.
0: And I feel like the older you get, the less fucks you give.
1: Absolutely, so, especially a lot of the girls. They're like mm-hmm. two kids in. They're like, "Fuck it, I don't want to go back hot. to work." hot.
0: Like in in hindsight, yeah. yes, show my ass. Like I looked so good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, that's good. That's exciting. So that's all
1: good. Yes. Um, what about you? Um, I mean, I'm I'm excited to hear about this pilot that you're recording without me. I'm, I mean,
0: I know. Are you upset? When you said
1: reality TV guru, I thought, my gosh. She's promoting this without even having without told me, told me first. <laughs> lo but and I behold, guess, I But just, I guess I'm down. But then you said it's it's for parents. I thought, mm, probably so not. He's
0: me. not. So he's not a parent. He's not a dad. But he okay, covers so is, so reality it's shows great. and okay,
1: so it's a better version of, of me. You. Got it. Copy that.
0: Okay. Kind of. Kyle. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just I kidding. Can't wait to listen. Not I at going all. To listen and support. And, and I think that this is going to be, no, it's, it's good for parents because we're talking, we're basically, should I say what we're doing? I haven't really mentioned it. Maybe I'll wait. No, don't, don't. Yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah, wait
1: until your co-host is, uh, is with you. I think he <laughs> deserves that
0: <laughs> You're such a at dick. the very least.
1: Um, but no, that's really exciting. And I'm so excited about the newsletter.
0: Oh, did you read it?
1: I read every last word of that newsletter. Was it
0: too long?
1: too short? No, I loved the format of it. I thought i for the layout of it, like, uh, visually, aesthetically, it was, would you all tell great. me the truth? Of course I would. Yeah. Yeah. I no, like I mean, listen, newsletters are, you know, I mean, by most standards, I think it's the best newsletter I've ever seen. <laughs> Just the way that it's like branded and I like the different sections and, um, yeah, I was really impressed with it. Okay, I good. It
0: looks great. And I want to yeah. highlight, I want to highlight people
1: you should. So,
0: so I want to do like a segment like cuz I always get asked like what are the best places to go in in Orange County to eat, right? Or like in LA,
1: or Mastro's or right. Right, which it. we don't
0: have many. So, but I feel like maybe we highlight you and you tell us where to go in the Hamptons. Like what are the hot spots? Tell us where to go to get the best cocktail, to get oh the best God. oysters, the best pasta, Absolutely. I'd
1: be happy to put a list together for right? you for the
0: newsletter. For the yes. New- and you
1: notice how I'm saying N- newsletter.
0: What? How do you say exactly newsletter? You
1: say <laughs> I just say newsletter, but I noticed oh, that you really enunciate news. new. It's
0: a new. Oh, It's a right. newsletter. Maybe because it's, it's brand new.
1: <laughs> new. <laughs>
0: new, new. Like new, new. new,
1: new. <laughs> oh um, no, I, I loved it. And uh, I'm excited for the continuation of the Paris yes. Chronicles. Yes. Your trip sounded Oddly familiar, my gosh. The itinerary was <laughs> remarkably similar to someone else's that I no, recall.
0: No, not at all.
1: I mean, you may pronounce chrems differently.
0: Oh, right. I forgot that I that mean, they we went there.
1: and All of that.
0: Not. Uh, yeah, but, you know, to be honest with you, <laughs> <It's> so annoying. <laughs> Don't bother. <okay>? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's much an more eye roll. Um, Yeah, I mean...
1: And I was so curious because I'd, I, I missed. Um, at some point, you were considering going to the south of France or Burgundy, and then you left us in suspense. And then I didn't yes. actually. so get. we
0: ended up not going because it was Easter week, and right. so everything was pretty much closed. All of like the wineries and all like the really cool oh spots gosh. you have to go are closed. So we were like, you know what? Let's just stay in Paris. There's so much to do, so much that we haven't seen. So might as right. well just – yeah, might as well just go and explore. And, and, and honestly, the trips um down there, you'd have Filming. to take the train. Okay. You have to take a train from Paris down to the south of France, which takes about uh, – I need to wear between like five to six hours. So it's almost it like – It eats
1: up a whole day. I mean you could charter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. With your money. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Whose who's money? Whose money are we using? Seated
1: spark. You just do a crowdfunding campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I need to raise money to fly from.
0: <laughs> to fly uh, private. Charles
1: de Gaulle to Nice Airport. Did you but s- you ended up at Versailles, like casually. Oh, yeah. We just like popped well, into Versailles. Versailles is
0: very close. You can just drive there.
1: I've never been to Versailles. I never actually had a desire to go. It just seems like the kind of place where like, what are you even. Like, too
0: gaudy for you? So no,
1: I'm sure it's beautiful, but I don't have the, an appreciation for that kind of, yeah, gardens, like you mentioned. What? It just doesn't really do it for me. I'd there's rather a, go.
0: There's a hallway of mirrors. That is, I feel like you would love to look can, at yourself you can, in a you hallway of mirrors.
1: You experience that at any, like, local theme park. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> like no, they make of you look
0: fat and little and, like, obscure. No, I think <laughs> yeah. you would need chandeliers and a whole hallway of mirrors. Yeah, No. No,
1: never, never appealed to me. Like I went when I was in Paris, I was there for a long time. So I did day trips and that was one of the options. But I was like, nah, I'd rather go to like Normandy and go see like Monet's grave, you know, because I'm cultured and like have an appreciation (laughs) for art. So like I went to like the garden in Giverny where he painted water lilies. And then I also went to Burgundy for a wine tour. And then I also went to Brittany, which is in like the northern part on the English Channel. Yeah. So
0: Marie Antoinette does not tickle your fancy. No, Marie and the Antoinette. Fact, the, the fact that she was beheaded. Nothing. Does not do anything to your tummy. do anything for me. Okay. Nope. Well. Uninterested. The fact that it took three generations to build Versailles.
1: Is that true? It's very true. Well, how many yeah. generations did it take to build? I'm trying to think. Well, there's that church in Barcelona,
0: Barcelona, the Sagrada
1: Familia that's like still being built. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty impressive. I appreciate those types of things, but, <laughs> but Versailles just seems like so huge and like where do you is, even begin?
0: It, I know it. Uh, you need like two full days, if not more.
1: Yeah, I'm not wasting. I'd rather be just like cruising down the Seine, you know.
0: <laughs> not gonna but, lie, um, I, I I'll, I'll I'm am right there with you on that one. Good. I feel like I could do a like half a day at Versailles. And then go and then just go get mm-hmm. a drink and just call it a day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So didn't go there. Ended up going, ended up staying in Paris and then just sort of toured around. But there were some just really cool spots. I don't know. There's something about Paris though in during Christmas time that is so magical, which springtime is oh, beautiful too. But I don't know. I think if I had to compare oh. the trips last time when it was like during Christmas, it was just so incredible.
1: Yeah. I, I've been there in the fall in November, and then I've been there in April. And yeah, I preferred the fall.
0: It just, I don't know, there's something about it. It's so amazing. Um, right. Okay, what else is going on?
1: What else is going on? Um, aside from just being super busy and gearing up for, like, you know, the high season out here, which is kind of bittersweet because it's nice to have, you know, the energy and, and you know, the warm weather and the beach, but the crowds are just. Ugh. It's
0: a. No.
1: intolerable the traffic and whatnot are you
0: ever going back to to new york
1: um not to live no, no i'm I'm out here yeah i'm i'm, I'm staying out here for the rest of my life yeah <gasps> really? i always wanted to live out here even when i was a kid and i first came out here i knew i would live here yeah um i would like to you know try and figure out a better living situation even though where i am now is great and comfortable it's not that spacious right um and obviously buying something out here is a bit of a of an ambitious goal right now. But if things go well in the next like two years for me to buy something, maybe with someone else, because mm-hmm. it's a great investment property out here opportunity for someone else. Yeah. Uh, Cause you can rent houses out here for obscene amounts of money for one month in August and basically pay your mortgage for the whole year. That's how crazy the rental market is specifically. So, um, so how
0: much, how much are houses right now? Like on the, on like on the low end. Uh, Oh my God. Out here, is it's it like you can't get You can't get less than a million. Oh no.
1: I mean yeah. if you if you find something for under a million out here, it's it's basically condemned. It's like a complete teardown. Yeah. And even then and then the cost to build something out here is so so expensive. Yeah. And the rezoning so, it, and the taxes. But yeah. it's yeah. A, it's, but it's, it's, it's like
0: here. It's like Southern California.
1: California. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so unless so. you're Bon Jovi,
0: right. you know. And even then, he probably lives in a very small home.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you. I actually have friends going to Orange County in early June, and I convinced them to stay at Lido House.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Who are the uh, friends? Send me the names, and I'll... I'm going to email
1: you so we can do some sort of guest amenity, like a nice welcome (laughs) package. Okay? (laughs) Okay.
0: Perfect, Please. and then just send me your credit card information, and then I'll make mm. sure I'll make sure
1: absolutely. Done. Yeah, well, i even extend sure their stay. Sure Riley's credit card is—he's um, got better points because if he was going to saber a bottle of champagne with it, he's probably got the Centurion.
0: Hence, why it didn't work. <laughs> the plastic is no bueno for uh, for no. sabering. He really no. needs so that. did metal. he?
1: Did he blend the new vintage of the yes. Piper Heidsick?
0: Yes. So and so when
1: will that be bottled and ready to, to that drink? It, it
0: takes about nine months. Okay. Yeah. So and I was and I was in the process with him. I think you would have really appreciated it.
1: I definitely would have. So what is the process of blending the champagne involved? Like you go and you're mixing like the different.
0: So they basically. Like so imagine like, you
1: know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there. So that's basically. Um. You have your. The, the the base of the wine is already done which is pretty much almost the entire bottle there's just like a tiny bit left up top when they have to um, I explained it I think we explained it in, in um, Paris Part 1 so just go back because mm-hmm. I'm probably not articulating this properly but basically during the process they um, they have to take out some of the like, like the yeast in there and uh-huh. so when they when they take that out there's a little bit left in that bottle and that's where you basically add the like the dosage which is the, dosage, the, sh- uh-huh, the, sugar. the, the sugar and right. whatever other part of the wine that you want to add so during the blending process they give you the base that has a dosage in it and then they give you four glasses which has pinot noir chardonnay amunier and um the i'm forgetting the fourth
1: one <laughs> Kettle one,
0: (laughs) exactly, exactly for
1: the hardcore champagne drinkers out there.
0: Exactly, and then and then basically you drink you you taste those and see which sort of direction you want to go, and Mm -hmm. then the next process is basically all of those with different dosage levels. You have a three and a six. So you have like a Pinot Noir with a, a three and a six, uh, you know, Meunier and all of, all of those. So then basically you're just, you're sampling you're test, you know, you're, you're tasting all of them. You're mm-hmm. writing notes like me. I'm like, right. Hell no. Those are my notes. <laughs> like right. Sour, whatever fuck I wrote. <laughs> yeah. Um, Awful. And then, and then he basically like ended up picking two at the end and then you go and have a, a tasting so the chef will do like a full blown tasting and then with the food shop. there's a chef
1: Oh wow So then you go Where does
0: this take place
1: at the vineyard at, yeah. like a bottling facility what, it's, where, where it's all together the- So we're in Burgundy now we're no, in No,
0: we're in Rums. Oh okay
1: well oh I so see So when you
0: go to take tours oh, in
1: champagne yes. region yep. Got it got it got it
0: so you're basically there. Wow. You're, you're you're So anytime, wow. if you were to go to Piper Heidsick and do a tour, then you would mm-hmm. basically be there, and they would they would take you to like where they bottle everything. You do have to get in the car and go somewhere else for their actual vineyards because they don't have the vineyards there. Um, right. Some they do. Take you
1: to Bello Winery.
0: Right. All the way. The, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: In Temecula, wherever the hell that
0: is. It's in Napa.
1: <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, yeah. nice. I
0: know. I know. They actually, yeah. Okay.
1: Good.
0: And so then so then um you yeah, so once you blend there in the tasting rooms, then you go mm-hmm. into um it's like another area where they have like you it's like an open concept kitchen and like a mm-hmm. beautiful dining table, like a little lounge area, and then you are sat and then they basically bring you the two different champagnes to basically taste okay. with food to see how if he's going to like it with his cuisine at his restaurant. Right. And then then he basically gets to choose which one he likes. And that was, it was, wow. everyone agreed for for one specific one, which was my original no.
1: Really? Oh, and then you kind of acquired a taste for it. Yeah,
0: which was interesting. Um, but it was a really so cool this experience.
1: be on shelves or this is exclusive to Lido House?
0: This is exclusive to Lido House.
1: Okay. Well, can you put a bottle aside for me when it's ready? Because yes. I would love to taste it, and I don't know if I'm going to make it out there anytime.
0: Um. Yeah, I actually will. Soon. I will. I, yeah. And I can get you maybe. because I, I don't. I can't get the first one. Maybe I can get you one of the second one. One of the third one. No,
1: no! I'm not. I have no like preference on you know which bottle it is. Yeah. But so oh, yeah, you could send it to me. Did you receive the care package okay. that I sent to you?
0: Yes. And I've been meaning to thank you in person. Um, in person.
1: Okay. So you, we've never met, but you've been meaning to thank me in person. So I just just was to wait
0: to give you a hug Four years. Okay.
1: to say, thank you. Okay. Noted. Okay. I don't even, cause it was so long ago. I don't even remember what I sent or It couldn't remember if I sent it I like blacked out.
0: You did. And it was like a bunch of cool little goodies, a beautiful robe, which I was actually wearing last night. Very sexy, by the way, a lot of Fred Siegel things. Maybe a yeah, few, maybe a few samples, samples. a few like s- excess inventory. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I can perfect. Tell. I could tell it was a Great. few like extra sample things. Um, I think Dr. I think some Thomas, were open. Yeah.
1: Peter Thomas Roth. Yeah, <laughs> I think I might have done quality control on those before sending.
0: It's okay. Regifted, gifted re-gifted, re I'm kidding. Regift um, is better than no gift. No, I'm No, kidding. I just wanted to
1: say thank you for such a generous pledge for the film. It really means the world to me. And, of
0: course. And you know, I
1: wasn't sure. I thought I had a couple of people whose cards declined <laughs> uh, and then we weren't able to <laughs> actually serious? secure those. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I suspected that yours might have been one of them. <laughs> it was Shut such up. a large amount. And I was like, Wow. She's just doing this, like, <laughs> totally. you know, to show off on her podcast. But then I'm not going to get the funds. But no, I got the funds, mm-hmm. guys. She put her money where her Ooh, mouth is.
0: Yep, I need that <laughs> money. I was hoping it wasn't going to go through so I could get my money back.
1: <laughs> well, I'm like, hey, Amix, have you, you made just, your
0: Have you made charge. your quota yet?
1: Just dispute the charge.
0: Mm-hmm. You'll get it back. All right, we're running a little bit long with the Sam Pizzullo show, but I don't want him to go anywhere. Uh, So stick around. We will have a part two of uh, this interview next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go make sure to subscribe to that newsletter and rate, review, but don't review if you hate it. (laughs) I love you guys all so much and I will see you next week. And remember, stay humble and stay hungry.